for those of you heading out to Red Rocks to check out Widespread Panic this weekend, head over to VenueLama.com. And I'm going to tell you why. VenueLama.com forward slash RR info has all the info you need this weekend for your shuttles, restaurants, and breweries, and all kinds of fun shit for those of you heading out to see the widespread motherfucking panic at Red Rocks this weekend. And hey, if you're asking yourself, what's Venue Llama? Well, VenueLama.com is where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences this isn't some bullshit site that you go to and it's got a bunch of like paid advertisements and stuff it's real info from people like us yeah from real fans it'll give you the skinny on the security how parking is what there is to eat their water the water bottle policies because we all know there are a lot of things on check nowadays. And this is the way to get it from insiders just like you that go to these events and encounter all these things. And another thing you might want to do is check out Venue Llama on YouTube where you'll find a big array of content for live music fans. Um, Grateful Dead um, nuggets. Um, and they also have a Venue Llama podcast. Oh shit. Okay, so here's the deal. You can review venues in the Llama base, upload photos in the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcast to the friend page. All Llamas registered by July 4th are eligible to win free tickets and Venue Llama gear. You can also follow them on Instagram at Venue Llama. And here's the thing. VenueLlama.com forward slash RR info for those of you heading out to widespread panic this weekend. All right. So that's Venue Llama, folks. We have another awesome sponsor to tell you about. That is Shop, Shop Tour, Tour Bus. Bus. That's yeah. right. You're going to that show. You're going to see Dead and Company or Fish or Widespread Panic. Well, you want to wear some fresh duds, don't you? You want to go check out the online lot's greatest purveyor of Grateful Dead inspired merch on the entire planet in any universe, multiverse, parallel dimension. <laughs> Anywhere, go to shoptourbus.com. You want to know what's cooler than you wearing a shop tour bus shirt? Is you spotting other shop tour bus people at the concert that you're going to. You run up to them and high five them. That's right. Just point to your shirt and just high five. So shoptourbus.com, you are going to get whatever you order from there, obviously, in this wonderful all over print box. It's going to have a bunch of extra trinkets in there. And some of you are going to get Grateful Dead. Bootleg. Miracle. That's in right. your box, a real cassette tape that's been traded by dirty wooks all over the world, and it might even end up in your box. So you never know. And you're going to get free shipping when you put in the promo code No Simple, simple road. road. No all Simple Road. One word. That's it. Free shipping. ShopTourBus.com. That's another of our sponsors. We got one more to tell them about. Yeah. You can wear your Shop Tour Bus shirt when you go to Fire on the Mountain. Oh, Fire shit. on the Mountain. Fire on the Mountain is the place where you get the most dope chicken wings, burgers, pizza, other amazing salads, vegan options. For over 15 years. They've been um, Portland's premier wing joint. They were the original, the OG wing joint here in Portland. That's incredible. There are three locations here in Portland. There's two locations in Denver. And this is the Grateful Dead family making your food for you. It's kind of like going to your grandma's house for Sunday dinner, but you could do it like basically anytime because it's our family cooking amazing food for you. And get excited to our Bend uh, people because there's going to be a new fire on the mountain in Bend this coming summer. Yep. You got to go to their Instagram page at FOTMPDX or FOTM Denver because they got all kinds of specials. Yeah, they got all kinds of things to see that see there. And this just passed, but this is another thing they do. They really reach out to the community. They just recently had a fundraiser 
over Portland's Independent Resource Center, where 10% of all sales on 620 went to the, went to them. The proceeds would do what they went. That's want rad. To. So they really support the community. They support your hunger. They support, <laughs> they support your they belly. Support, they support live music. Their, their restaurants are fabulous to hang out in. They will make you feel comfy. And you will leave with a huge smile on your face. Yeah, and to help that smile, they even brew, brew their own beer. They even have Dang. Fire on the Mountain Brewing. So you got to go check it out. If you don't live here, don't be sad. You can go to portlandwings.com, order yourself some of their sauces, get yourself some of their swag, and you'll feel the whole, like, ethos of the of the whole deal you'll you'll like feel like you're at one of the restaurants you'll be like i heard about this on no simple road now i'm eating the sauce and i'm wearing the gear and it's like a whole fucking thing that's happening man so go check it out portlandwings.com or go to one of the locations here in uh portland or the ones in denver and um the one coming in bend in september yeah do that fire on the mountain I think we're done with the commercials man yeah i think that was it far i felt like a marathon right there like all in one shot Why'd you choose to do it that way, babe? I don't know. Why not? I didn't say I, why or why not. I just said out, why. I couldn't figure out what last week. I was like, why do we stop? Because we have to regroup and sometimes we got to say stuff in between or yeah. we're like, okay, this, you know, maybe Fire on the Mountain has a certain thing they want us to talk about. So we talk about it beforehand and it's just a thing. We I stop. I like this. That, that was a good it flow. Yeah, we're, we get in the flow and just do it. No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We did it. We just roll right through it, like Apple said. Yeah, it's not even a thing anymore. We just like we got so good at it, we don't even stop. Yeah, we keep it rolling. <laughs> they hate <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> hey, now, that's what we're What's up, everybody? We're back. It's Friday. We're uh, it's another cool day here. It's another episode of No Simple Road, right? Yeah. Woo! It's no. another, and, and it's our. Well, I guess officially, it's our first episode of the summer because it, yes, it is summer time. All summer. That's Here we are. Right. Happy Cancer season to all my favorite Cancerians. Oh, I was like, why? There's a Cancer season now. Like, gross. The season. I, I get what you mean. Like of the summer sign. birthdays. Yes. Oh, I was, I was thinking something awful. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> hey, now, no simple road family. The guests 
on this week's No Simple Road are our family, Sego. Sego. It was uh, quite the fun time we had talking with them about their happenings yeah what 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 is it that we talk to musicians about like their what life on the road there it is okay they're, yeah, their they're recording their relationship their the things that they've learned on the road that their nutrition a their, lot yeah. of the time. how about their doings happenings and whatnot yeah 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 that, that qualifies happenings <laughs> and whatnot i like that yeah we had an opportunity to speak to derv kathleen tom and Spencer. Spencer all at the same time in the same room living out of the cube. And that is. Can we explain to the folks listening, like what the cube is? The cube is a warehouse space uh-huh. that has multiple rooms and also like a big um, joined area where they all live together. And they record there. They have a studio in there. And then they also have a a space where they can actually play shows. And so they do play shows. And um, this is not the first band that has occupied the space. Didn't um, Swim live in the yeah, cube? Yeah, I was just going to say if, if any of our old No Simple Roaders uh, know that um, Swim all live there together at once, uh, once upon a time. And it is a wonderful space for, I think, bands to live together and be in close proximity to be able to kind of like brainstorm all the time and be around each other to um, up their game as a band. I like how it's like passed from band to band that space. It's like, it's like a nexus. It really a is hub, a nexus. if you will. <laughs> of creativity. Yes, it is passing hub. around for creative. Yeah. Like, like and enthusiasm. Yeah. Well, so, it's, so, and it's a super cool place to hang out too. It's like in downtown LA, you know, and it's non-suspecting. You don't know what you're going to get in. No, walking it's like in, in a there. weird industrial area. Yeah. And then there's this awesome. I remember the first time we went there. You went there. Well, we went there together. Yeah. Um, we went to go meet the guys from swim for the first time after Sid and Adam had gotten together and we showed up and it was really sweet. They were playing grateful dead music for us. And like, there was like a little party going on. It was really kind of, there was other parents. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. They like kind of catered it. It was, it was a unique time because, um, I can't remember who else's parents were there, but they were there too. So it was kind of like, what, what time of year was that? I feel like it was like, during the grad, like it seemed like graduation. It wasn't or something. though. It was like the something was going on. Yeah, there was obviously something going on that we, all the parents of all the band members were there. So we got to meet like everybody's parents and the bands, and mm-hmm. it was really cool, man. And that space is really special. So Swim has swam there. Sago sucked there. The, I, I think the Golden, the golden Suns. Suns. I was gonna say yeah, the, golden the Golden Suns. Suns. I remember meeting um their dad. Um, and for everybody listening, I didn't just say that Sago sucks. If if you know about Sago, it's it's their moniker. You should Sago know says. about Sago sucks, so you should um, look into that because that is a definitely and that fun, is their website yeah. SagoSucks.com. What do they find got, out everything about them? What do they got coming up, Apple? Anything uh, coming up? They got some tour dates announced. Uh, August fifth, they're doing Love You Down, which Ooh, we shit. yeah in, in Los Angeles. DIY Fest in Salt Lake City, Utah, which they are out of, what was it, Provo, mm-hmm. Utah, where they are out of, uh, Salt Gal- Gallivan Center, Salt Lake City, and then they're going to be jumping around. They're going to Chicago, Nashville, Athens, Georgia, North Carolina, 
So then they're getting they're out and wings. about at a lot of festivals. Didn't didn't they play? Uh, what they play? Like Bonnaroo year? or Bonner. one of the big festivals like that. Coachella or Bonnaroo, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, they're getting out there and getting a name from themselves. And I, I personally, like I've always said with that, I, I love this band because they scratch an itch for a lot of like, they're like a mix of punk and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a trip to hear their sound and like experience Sago. They are very unique and like such a trip and it's it's a trip knowing them too because the music is so trippy that like you would think that the people that are writing that music would be equally as whacked out (laughs) and it's really not the case man they're really fucking sweet people level-headed yeah so I i love how they they treat it like a business and a really great friendship that's what I love most about it. It's, it is a business. They're, they're artists and they're friends. Yeah. And I feel like all three of those are really highlighted in the end result. So anytime we get to sit down and talk with members of the No Simple Road family like this, it's awesome. So we are going to get you to the interview here as quickly as possible. We're going to run through the business real quick and then um, get well, you I, I was going to say one more thing about it is that they, they have a bunch of new music stocked up and they are, you'll hear it in the interview, they're releasing them like singles. Uh, so far, three of those oh, are right. available. Oh, yeah, yeah, Be Kind, that. Rewind just came out uh, May 25th, which I say in here, I was happy. It came out the day before my birthday. Uh, so they they will have you can even go on Bandcamp and like like pre-download the song have it set to pre-download the song. That's right, I would recommend um, that. It's really cool the way they're doing this. <laughs> you just need to go check out their site and go check out their music and their merch. They always have dope merch that is really really cool. Um, as with all bands that are on the show, man, if they come through your town, go see them and buy the ticket, take the ride buy the merch, help them get to the next city, support them, man. These, these are, these artists are putting everything they got on the line to give us entertainment and make us feel something, man. And to be able to buy a t-shirt from them or a sticker so mm-hmm. that they got some gas or loaves of wonder bread or whatever the fuck <laughs> to get to the next city. It's the least we can do. So let's, uh, let's do the business and get, get trucking on. What do you say? Uh, yay. Okay. Yeah, let's all do right. it. Follow No Simple Road on all social mm-hmm. media platforms at No Simple Road. Follow us um, uh, on the web at www.nosimpleroad.com. That's our website. It's the hub, the mothership, the the big planet that is No Simple Road. It's got our calendar of events up there, which is empty right now because I've been super fucking lazy and haven't <laughs> put anything up there. We got shit coming up, though. We're going to be performing live at Ophelia's Electric electric soapbox in denver colorado on august 30th with andy frasco uh, live podcast that just makes me happy when you say it the day before the dicks fish run the fish dicks run uh we are going to be at oregon country fair oregon country fair speaking live from the front porch at fair i can't freaking believe it so uh, that's a couple little tidbits we got going on. We got a bunch of other local shows and stuff that I have to just take the time to put up up there. You can get tarot readings from Mel and I, too. That's right. We uh, have one scheduled this week. Yep. So go to our website, nosimperoad.com. Two, actually. All the, all the info's there, merch, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can call the merch, tepid line, merch, 971-808-1524. And that is how you can just 
say whatever the fuck you want. Are there operators standing by? No, there? no, it's Absolutely a to Google not. voice. Oh, line. Okay, so no pressure. No, no, you, you don't have to think about what to say. You can just wing it. Three minutes. It's up to you. Whatever it and is, you know what? say it. If you spend your first three minutes and you didn't finish, call back. Yeah. Spend another three minutes. Yes. That'll give you a total of six minutes. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Yes. And you go on at nine. <laughs> if you, we've had several people call back several times. Yeah. So that number again is 971-808-1524. And hey, if you're new to No Simple Road Welcome. or if you, if you are a No Simple Road listener that listens every week, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, you are missing out on one third of the, of the No Simple Road universe. That's just as simple as I can put it. You can sign up for as little as a buck a month and then you can engage with the other members of the No Simple Road family. You can get all the the content that we're putting up behind the paywall like uh, uh, side roads and interviews that you haven't heard and you never will. If you don't if sign up on, on Patreon, there. there's all kinds of other stuff going on there and you're missing out. And I feel sad for you if you're not there because so get on the thing. bus. Yeah. Get all the way on the bus. It's a cool bus, man. I promise. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Don't miss out. It's sad when people miss out on things. It's called FOMO. It's just even a word for it. And uh, I think that's it for the, the business. Oh, leave us a review. Apple Leave Podcast. us a review, Apple Podcasts, that five stars, easy to do, but go beyond that and give us some of your kind words. We do not have one for June yet. Yeah, yeah, come on, Junie. Yeah, come through for June for us. Somebody, be the one or the two or the three. Or the 20. Yes. Yeah, if, if this is your first I, time listening to No Simple Road and you dig it, do us a solid, man. Yeah, go, go on over. Apple Podcasts, hook us up. Yeah, no, I was just going to say the same thing. Go over and write a beautiful review. Press five stars. Make us smile. That's yeah. all there is to it. And last, but certainly not least, tell somebody you know about the show, man. That'd be super dope of you. You could just like, hey, man, I, I listened to a really cool podcast with Sago this week on No Simple Road. Here, I'm going to share it with you. And then you share it with them. And then they become a listener of No Simple Road. And then you guys sign up on Patreon. And the whole world grows. And there's like mycelium. And then mushrooms grow. And, and they're forever thankful. Happens. Every time you see them, they're going to thank you again. Be like, thank you so much for turning me on to that. Because I love it. You know, you now know I've turned people on to it. I want to thank who Sago. All right. For being on the show. Love you guys. Spending Say time go. with us, hanging out, being really sweethearts when we flubbed up names. Sorry, oh, guys. Boy. You'll hear several times names of and days. me and di- whatever. We were a little bit off this episode, but not off in our love for our family and in our excitement for Sego. And we just love you guys. So thanks for being on the show and hope y'all had as much fun as we did. All right. So I'm going to give you a little bit of Sego's music before we go into the interview. But without further ado, the Note Simple Road Crew gives you Sego.
ass, bunch of lefts, cover change face, double fuss. Poetic breath is opiate fresh. Desktop friendship, quality conquest. High top, flat feet, white nose, color by lost hands, fingerprints, daytime, no shine. They're listening in. Inquisitioning in. Repositioning in. sound Hi. really good for being all in one little spot yeah i know i feel i feel outmatched with all these microphones oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, who's but, the band come on thanks for being on the show coming back i love this so much yeah Thanks for having us. Mel, why don't you introduce them? Well, I was going to say for everybody who out there who doesn't know you all, um, introduce yourselves and how long have you been in the band? And yeah, let's do that. Um, all right. Yeah. We're, we're sick. We're Sega. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, we've been playing music for, you know, a while now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Spencer. I guess if we're doing roll call, I'm yeah, Spencer. Roll call. <clears throat> I'm Thomas. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi Thomas. Hi, I'm Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, what's up? Hi, I'm Derv. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Right wow. on. And then that's it. That's the end of the podcast. And then, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, wait, right. We got to introduce ourselves. Well, they, they know, know us. Apple. We, we, we know. We know each other. <laughs> All right. I just wanted, I wanted to be included. Oh. <laughs> but no, guys. So tell us what's been going on because it's been. I mean, the last time we had you on was for Love You Down. Love You Down. Oh right, right, yeah. right. And Kathleen, you weren't. You weren't part of it at love you down right so you're mm-hmm. a new addition for like gosh love you down what was that 2019 yeah 
Yeah, 2019. Yeah, February 2019. Yeah. So, Kathleen, how did you jump on and jump into Sago? Let's get right into that. (laughs) Well, I am from Utah, and uh, I played in a band that would, like, always open for Sago whenever they came through Utah. So, they, I just feel like it was, when they were looking for a member, they just kind of reached out. We yeah. stole her. I was going to say, so they poached you, <laughs> so this basically. Sounds like a poaching happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really doing anything. <laughs> right on. She was, she was playing in like every band in Provo. And then when we poached her, every band in Provo now hates us. <laughs> we made a lot of enemies. Okay. Big question. Well, Are there a poach. lot of bands in Provo? Yeah. Yes. Really? Really? So like, yeah. I... You know, you guys know us, so you know that we came from Vegas. My idea of Utah is not a place that is prolific for bands. But that's not true. So it's a misconception, I guess. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. I feel like we've been beating the Provo music scene drum for a while because obviously three of us came from that. Derv joined us from Santa Barbara, thankfully. But um yeah, it's. I feel like Utah gets kind of uh, skirted, mm-hmm. especially Utah Valley, which is like the Provo area. But I think because uh, because of the lack of national acts touring through Provo, yeah. it kind of has garnered its own self-sustaining scene with tons of really great bands. And kind of actually, you'd be surprised. There's a lengthy list of um quite successful bands that pop out of the Provo scene for the last, you know, 20 years. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like a little hidden gem. Hmm. How would, how would you describe the kind of music that's coming out of there? Is it like everything that's happening or is it like kind of like a style that's coming from Provo? I think it got pigeonholed for a while as like being like an indie folk kind of world, but then it, it had like this really kind of alien in like indie rock thing going on kind of disco-y thing and and uh and then it, it it kind of like any scene i think it goes through cycles like kathleen is more educated in it than maybe all of us because she played in all of those bands but. <laughs> <In> all of <laughs> them <laughs> <laughs> kathleen were you just trying to find the right one or you were just like love to work all the time <laughs> well i don't know i just i'm just a fan of so many types of music it's just like hard to pick one and just be like i'm gonna do this and it's nice to do folky stuff it's nice to do more like rock and roll stuff yeah just it's just funny to bounce around a little bit but do a little everything now now you have found (laughs) your home in sago yeah now is the one (laughs) well and you you found a home with you you get you all have been busy i was looking to you're going to be bouncing all over the country soon here i mean you're you're getting out there all around the United States. So they got you busy now, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We threw her right into the, right into the furnace right away. Like <laughs> the second she joined the band, we did like a big national run. So it's been kind of busy. Spence. Yeah. That's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Sorry. no, no. This isn't, no, about, just, this isn't about me. This is about you. Yeah, so that's right. Continue. We can wait. It's all about you, Aaron. <laughs> well, it's always about me, Tom, but we'll give you the spotlight. Yeah, that's one opportunity I didn't get when I was just doing the promo bands. Is, is a lot of them don't like tour very often. They just kind of mm-hmm. stay in the scene. So I hadn't really been on like big tours before. So that was new for me. 
Okay. So like what, what's the big things that you've learned from touring, you know, being on the road than just kind of getting on stage week after week around the same venues? Oh man. (laughs) Well, you kind of, I don't know. It's the gas station oatmeal trick. Yeah. A lot of gas stations that are all the same, but a little different. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Here's a, here's an easier way to ask that question. What's the hardest thing about touring and being on the road? What's the most difficult part? I feel like the most difficult part is to relate to people who are not there with you doing the same thing. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. People are like, just like going home or something. <laughs> yeah. You're like in your own little world. And then when you try to talk to your friends about it, it's just like, uh, no, you just weren't there and you don't know what's going on. And, it's hard to relate after a while. Okay. And what's what's your favorite part of it? Oh man, just like feels a little like feels a little uh like not real life. It's like a little <laughs> bit like a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. You kind of just go into place by place and get to experience that little microcosm for a minute and then you move on and it's it's kind of a whole lot of culture and a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah. And I would imagine you like you're taking little pieces of that with you from each place everywhere you stop and by the end of tour you have like this collage of experiences that you can put together and that make up the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what it feels like. That's I want to do that. Let's go. We have There's done a, that a double, small scale. I feel like it's a double-edged sword though because sometimes you can go into a cool city and judge that entire population of of whatever city you're in based on like one sound guy that treated you poorly and then you move on and you're like through that town we're never going back forever and so a very small sample size can really dictate and influence your perception of an entire area so yeah wow and one shitty person can ruin the whole thing and and you have such a short um window of time in each spot like that place better have its best foot forward like like you just said all it takes is one sound guy and, and yeah. it's ruined for you is is there um collectively as a band is there anywhere that you guys like really really look forward to going back to You love, Collectively, you love Wisconsin. I love Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love Milwaukee, but it's for the opposite reason of like not of having one kind of or a couple days there where they were so great and people were so nice. And then it was like, this is my favorite town. I immediately was like, this is the greatest place I've ever been to because it's so rare when people are that nice. And I feel like the radio thing we did, they were super sweet. We had that show like the back of that coffee shop. Right. We did that real, that fun radio interview and they got, we, I had them eat talkies, you know, got them talkies That's or right. they got talkies or something. The, and it was like, the promoters got us into that Johnny Marr show. They got us into the Johnny Marr show. We had a day out Their grocery store is the most incredible thing ever. <laughs> so much what? cheese. So much cheese. <laughs> and the, there was like a charcuterie buffet table in the grocery store that I was like, what is this? And 
that was it was just really beautiful walking through the town was amazing and like wow. being by the water there was like the waterway was really cool it was like Milwaukee's the greatest <laughs> place in the world. That's like I've, the last right? place on the planet. I've never heard of it. It's not really on the radar. Well, like, we've talked to so many bands, and I don't think I've ever heard any one Milwaukee. of them say one thing about Milwaukee. Not anything. Nobody ever does. <laughs> I always get made fun of. Like, I feel like anyone who's touring, like any of my anyone we know that's touring, and they're like, where's your friend? I always bring up Milwaukee, and they just look at me like I'm an idiot. I'm like, you don't understand. That was the greatest weekend of my life. It was so fun. Just, but it's just because it's you're surrounded by so much other stuff that could be negative or like like we we're talking about there'd be a, one person who kind of messes some stuff up but then this like a shining moment kind of is a lot brighter than any other time like not in my everyday i'm sure from my everyday life if i just was stopping through milwaukee i'd be like what is this place but mm. in this moment you're on tour you're tired yeah. you know you're kind of beaten down all the time and then this like one lovely kind of couple of days happens it's like oh my gosh this is the highlight it has wow. to be. Yeah, man. I would well, imagine. I, I'd go through. there just for the cheese. I'm glad you brought the cheese. Up. <laughs> yeah. I already booked our That's flights. the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Wisconsin is like good dairy cheese and then movies okay. you see based on like they're Laverne like good kind of down home folk, like, you know, very nice. So that that's cool. Yeah. I want to go to I want to go to Wisconsin even more. Milwaukee. And- <laughs> Freaking do it. It's amazing. <laughs> like- Spencer, I, I have to ask. You said. We've been playing music for a while. How long has Sago been a thing? Uh, our first release was in 2014. Okay. So we're officially approaching the decade. Wow. And you- Which is kind of crazy because it still feels like the new girlfriend yeah. Yeah. to me because playing music for a long time. And so, yeah, this is, yeah, this is, this is now the institution, which is kind of weird. What are some of the, okay, like maybe top two or three things that you're proud of in this 10 years almost of having Sego? Because, you know, like there's so many things, your first tour, you're, you know, changing, um, you know, people in and out of the band, like recording. There's so many things that happens in a band. What are you guys proud of? Like, what are some of the things that you can kind of like look at, look at it, look back and be like, dang, that was rad. That was awesome. Jack Daniels commercial. <laughs> yeah. oh, Got yeah. A couple <laughs> landmark commercials. We acted in a, in a internet commercial or a yeah. Xfinity commercial. That was fun. I feel yeah. like for me, like as far as like big takeaways, like just completing any albums is to me such like a, a feat and like a i don't know like a statement but also an accomplishment that yeah just having put out any music period just seems like a worthwhile endeavor um so looking back like of things i wish would have happened at least that's like i fall back on is at least we got like a few records under our belt yeah. that have like made a made some sort of mark um because yeah it's easy to kind of kind of wallow around and not get anything done mm-hmm. um, yeah. and so like just putting stuff out as is kind of for me the biggest rewarding is it aspect is it getting any easier as time goes on to do it like to the, have, like to, in to have the band write music do tours the whole thing like is it getting easier as time goes by the more you understand the machine of it and how it works the business and and the musicianship part of it yeah 
I feel like, I mean, it's ever evolving as far as like the music world is yeah, for sure. just as hard as it's always been. Yeah. But um, as far as us inside of it, I think we know enough to navigate all those rungs uh, fairly easily. And we just, we are in the process of releasing our third album right now. And we all went into the studio together and kind of had the process together in a kind of a somewhat fresh uh, way and approach. And so it's like, I feel like we're, we have garnered a bunch of these skills through the years, but we're also like kind of still learning how to do it in new ways. That's the best. That's the best because it helps you to stay fresh. If you feel like, well, yeah, I did it. I already know how to do this, that, and the other then you kind of get stuck in like your same thoughts and your same ideas. But when you have that mentality of you're still learning, then you have more opportunities to have come up with something fresh, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I love that the, the two, so the two new singles and I, oh my gosh, I'm just Tang always Dang. selfish. I love. just want to know when I'm going to get more <laughs> Sago music to listen to. <laughs> So the two the two singles that are out are those from the new album coming out or is that okay? And you guys always I always thank you because I think especially surrender I'd mispronounce the other one Tang Dang right Tang. is that yeah whatever you, whatever you want that though, <laughs> whatever you want you, you scratch my itch for so many bands that have been a part of my life like I always I think I've told you guys before but Sonic Youth is like one of my favorite bands ever and you have that like you have it's hard to describe like the white noise the clanky but it sounds so beautiful and stuff and those new songs both hit it good and it's awesome to hear you know with caitlin and the band that now you have created music as well with them kathleen kathleen sorry sorry apples are our resident mispronunciation it is is true yeah this is very true are you you go by kathy No. Oh, no. I was going to say what? No, you What's really going fucked on? that up. That <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I guess that that, that so I, I was going to ask that anyway. That, so there is a whole album coming out soon. We're going to get a whole new Sago album. Yeah, yeah. so currently the plan in uh, the current plan is every six weeks we're going to have a new single Ooh. kind of indefinitely until someone forces us to put the whole thing out. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so we we have a you know at least we have a path to follow um so yeah the next one comes out the 25th of this month okay oh hell yeah day before my birthday well timed thank you (laughs) you know going back to the whole provo thing like you're playing music in provo and you start to break out and and tour around a little bit and now it's going on 10 years later and Sago is a name like people know you guys you've played some big fucking stages and looking back over that I mean it's got to kind of like do you ever stop and and ask yourself like wow this is fucking surreal is it has it lost any of that to you over time like when you're on those big stages now like holy shit look at this no. <laughs> so Sp- I've been with Spencer since I was 18. I right. started playing with him in 2007 in our old band. 
And then like two years later, we moved out to LA from Provo with that band and did that for a few years. And then from that, um, Sago formed after that band dissolved and stuff. And because of the length of our relationship and how much we've done together, like, and the fact that we live together, like I never forget where we came from. So whenever Mm. we do get to have opportunities like that, I just look over and see my buddy who I've been playing with forever. So dope. And it just was like the most, Mm. it always like blows me away and never gets old. Just like, look at where we're at, dude. And like, remember where we were? Like, (laughs) and like, it never gets old to me. Playing in a garage in Provo. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, we've definitely played some brutal <laughs> shows in the years. So I think that's really driven in the, the perspective. So anything good that happens, it's easy to just kind of A, B it with, you know, and even if Even if something bad happens, it's still easier to just look at each other and be like, well, we've been here and like, let's just make the most of this together. And we usually have a ball anyways, even if it is brutal, just, you know. <laughs> well, it's part of the fun too, is like going through shit together too i mean yeah. we were actually that's why we were kind of late we were talking yeah. about going through some shit <laughs> yeah. and gone through. how it's funny in retrospect. in retrospect everybody's laughing about it and in the moment it wasn't that funny but like <clears throat> those it's bonding experiences is really what it is and like because you you all share music that I would imagine, and maybe this is a question, like when you do go through that kind of stuff, the good and the bad, isn't it like a, like makes you tighter, makes you more like fit together even deeper because now you've got another thing to draw on another memory or another cool place you went to, or some weird person that you sleep on their couch or something like that. And like, just kind of builds that, um, that relationship even stronger. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's nothing like well, music has the twofold where it's one you're united by mutual love for and appreciation for like a craft and like a a thing, but it's also extremely difficult. And there's nothing like a near death experience or like a really heavy, difficult scenario to draw you together and kind of bond you forever, kind of on a family term. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it kind of, you know, well, I mean. For I, I feel good about us, but it also can like explode bands really fast. Yeah. <laughs> that pressure cooker can like do damage too. So um, I feel like it, it's kind of one or the other. But I, for me personally, I feel like this is similar to what you're saying. You know, you like you survived the thing, and now we can laugh about it, and it kind of brings you together even closer. Lately, lately on the internet, it seems like there's bands that are like kind of going from zero to stadium really quick but i i uh it almost i almost feel sorry for that experience because you don't get to experience all the like the cool in between phases of that you know where you're like playing with your friends and then playing like mid-sized places and then it's like a whole i don't know what's the story gradually coming up like it should be experience the whole journey instead of just jumping ahead like boom what would one of the bands be that you're thinking of Uh, name names yeah no i want to (laughs) know oh Oh, man i don't know just like because when you said it i i actually thought of one i know I know who you I, thought of. What was that band you were saying that hadn't really played a show, but then they... Oh, Scarlet Opera? Band. Oh, yeah. They just, like, went straight to 
big stadium. I can't even so, yeah. imagine. <laughs> I can't like the pressure, <laughs> the pressure of it. And, and also there's so much little shit that you learn along the way that helps you to build, to it. get to the next thing, to get to the next thing. Like the only context I have is this show and doing this, we've been doing it for six years and like going from being on the porch by myself with a little snowball USB microphone to like podcasting live at the peach festival doing yeah. that with nothing in between. I would have shit my pants and, <laughs> and the bed, you know, it would have been, it, it would have been There's a nightmare. No, journey. no, it, no. And not just that, but well, it like prepares you. Yeah. That's, and that's part of the fun of doing the thing. And especially like Spencer said, music is hard. It's, you know, you not just because you have talent doesn't mean that you're going to make it like yeah. you have it's to one have, of the deflating and rewarding experiences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because, a good way to put it, Tom. Yeah. Deflating. Because I think having the kind of gradual come up or like, just like doing the journey, as you say, like, I don't know. It seems, uh, you appreciate so much more rather than just hopping steps, skipping steps or whatever. I don't know. I think maybe we would all probably love it if we could just jump straight onto headlining. You're not going to be, but you're not going to be upset. No. I'll, I'll take that call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now you would. Now you take that call. Yeah. Well, the other thing I thought of too, minute ago, like talking about crappy situations that you learn from them, but especially as a band, I probably talked to somebody in the past that said some of the best lyrics and songs have come out of mm. being at the bottom of the barrel, having shitty times. Those, you know, those things make for great stories and you can look back in retrospect. I mean, like almost all love songs come from heartache and, you know, crap happen in your lives so and you turn it into a beautiful song and give it to the people. There's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have no meatloaf. No. You know? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah that, that's for damn sure. That's a sad yeah, word. I, don't, I do not want to live in a world <laughs> with, that. With, no <laughs> with no meatloaf. Yeah, man. And with Sago, it's a very um, particular thing you guys have your very recognizable brand and i know that you work really hard to keep it that way spence like i know that you're the brains behind a lot of the stuff that goes on um one of the things i wanted to ask you about though is the lyrics to your songs where is that coming from is that one of you or all of you or some of you all right a lot uh lyrically yeah um suspense yeah i think lyrically mostly me there's i feel like we have we've had a few that have kind of been more collaborative but yeah it's yeah it kind of comes out of <laughs> ends up coming out of more of like a uh stream of conscious slash whatever is currently happening in my life or what book i'm currently reading mm-hmm. like play influences whatever kind of spews out when we're in writing mode isn't it weird that like your stream of consciousness writing of hodgepodge experience and what's going on can like coalesce into music and then go out and mean something to somebody else that's like (laughs) deep and makes them feel isn't that's a weird thing what do you think that is 
I think, well, first of all, what my, my top two fears in life, one is like being at like, uh, open mic stand up comedy. And the other one is being challenged to a rap hip hop battle. <laughs> and because freestyling seems like the most intimidating possible scenario I can think of. But what I have found is the stream of consciousness is very related to that, but just in the confines of my own home. And, uh, and what you find a lot of hip hop guys talk about it, it, the freestyle comes out and it seems non sequitur, but when you take it in its whole, your brain actually connects a lot more dots than you're aware of. Mm -hmm. And so you get a full paragraph and you didn't intend all that stuff to make as much sense as it does, but it, it, it does cause you're drawing from experience and your brain is a lot smarter than you think. And so, yeah, a message does kind of weave through all of that seemingly random uh, material. And so when it connects with like a listener, at least in my experience with other similar type of uh, writing, yeah, you, you hear it and, and you accept it as like the, in like the way it's meant to be. It's like, Oh, this is perfectly written for me. I understand what's happening, Mm -hmm. even though it feels random. It's, but yeah, I, I think the dots connect a lot more than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah, it's kind of like sure. when you see faces or shapes in the popcorn ceiling, you know, yeah. that kind of <laughs> your your brain is putting together order out of chaos. And, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about music is that it can be, you know, stream of consciousness, seemingly random. And then for me, it becomes the most important anthem of my life you know yeah that's that's magic as far as i'm concerned that's that's what it's all about right there so when you're sitting down to write a new song is there like a something that you do to start it off or is it just like i'm just gonna sit down and write now and just go for it or is there like do you have a way that you go about it i wish there was something a little bit more consistent because i i really do like method and like consistency but i feel like it's a lot of times it's just like just freaking making it up every time (laughs) and praying that it freaking works again (laughs) but something that i fall back on to fairly regularly is i'll take out a page and i'll just write you know three or four pages of just lines um without editing and then i'll go through and underline things that i thought were interesting and then i'll take those and I'll write uh, like five or six iterations of like alternate ways of saying that particular line. And so I'll just have like a ton of material uh, just to comb through, just to get, just see if I can find a spark to an idea and then get like a core and start building off of that. That's as much of a formula as I've been able to kind of come up with just to get things moving. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it comes out in one long perfectly unedited string and sometimes it's just like so much material we like whittled down to just like a few lines it's almost embarrassing the amount of <laughs> crappy I'm material so, that's I'm on so my I, I, yeah i'm intrigued by that because yeah. i love that whole I, that's very methodical if you think about it like the writing process and then the highlighting yeah. and then to even go further to kind of expand on that highlighted I've never expanded on a sentence like that, like to make it anything, but I'm also not a 
musician in that way. But like to be able to have that much at your fingertips, not embarrassing, like amazing, amazing that you even have that to think of (laughs) after doing X amount of albums, you know what I mean? And X amount of songs. That's pretty dope, Spence. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's good to have. But yeah, I feel like every musician has like the the secret stash of voice memos and bad lyrics that they'll never show anyone, you know. And I have the the lion's share of all of that. <laughs> this is a very well curated output that is erasing all of the other stuff. Because anyone that just puts, well, I don't know, there are freaks out there that just just autom- The first thing they do is great, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of combing through things yeah. in our repertoire. Well, and then there's bands like we were talking, we talk about that frequently, like King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Lizard like Wizard, Wizard. they put out again, per, but I mean, <laughs> the amount of music they put out is, I mean, they've done like three, four albums in a year sometimes and the yeah, touring and it's usually dope. Yeah. <laughs> and like there are those one on that's like how they, they I mean I imagine look at bands it's like how do they fucking do it, man? Like I, I admire that stuff. Like Ty Seagal's same way. He'll he'll put out a new record uh, at least once a year, maybe twice, and also only performs that record once <sighs> when he's doing that album cycle. So you have to go see it when it's fresh. Whoa. And what I like about it is it's not always amazing, but when it is, it's golden, you know, and you have to like go in there. But I think the fact that he sticks to that, that output consistency is just, um, admirable just in general. Like, is there any like pressure on, I mean, maybe the whole band, but any one of you to like consistently put stuff out or do you feel like your guys are in a good spot? I, we like to just, put stuff out i think i think it's an important part of the process because you can get so hung up on one thing yeah and after a while that can like turn around and bite you in the ass a little bit i think so like if you sometimes just like getting something and putting it out and like all right it's out so we can move on to the next thing and just like keep moving like movement i think is important yeah um yeah i feel like the pressure is probably coming from us more than anything because we have currently we have about 20 mixed and unreleased songs that we caught, we really want to put out, but we have to find the right way to put it out. And, and that just gets kind of aggravating because you just feel like it's just, you know, collecting dust. Mm. And so internally it just feels like, man, let's put out everything. But (laughs) what's the right way to put it out? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. What's it's And especially like nowadays, right? Like (laughs) nowadays, um, you said the music industry is just as hard as it was just different challenges, but like we were talking, I can't recall another to another musician and just sometimes you put out music and it just goes like in a bottomless well, like who will hear this? Like, like a podcast episode, you know, they, you think it's this great thing. And then like 20 people hear it. And so how, like, do you kind of like detach yourself from like, fuck it. I don't care who hears it. It's out. Like you said, Thomas, or is like, there's some, like, I know that every musician wants to be heard, but like, how do you resolve that? That those two? Yeah. Well, I think the thing that we, for these songs, that the stuff that we're releasing now this year, 
we kind of thought about that a little bit. We're like, well, things are changing way. The way that people consume music is different now. And so, you know, albums are fantastic and albums are great and we all appreciate albums, but how relevant are albums now? We don't know. And so it's like, well, maybe this is the best course of action. Let's just so that we keep ourselves on track. And we kind of, I think, I think the idea of the six week thing for us for this year was to kind of eliminate that concern of like, oh, well, is this just going to fall apart? Is this just going to go into this whole, it's like, who cares? Let's just, it's six weeks. So here's our thing. Mm -hmm. Then it keeps us going. And then it, creates a momentum for us. I think mm. our goal with doing this kind of release is that each one will kind of build on its own thing and then it'll just bring us back and bring us kind of to this other level. And hopefully at the end, there's a big hype around everything and then everyone's got these songs and then, yeah, who knows if it's going to be an album or if it's, or it will, or I don't know, but <laughs> we're just kind of doing this just as like, I don't know. Singles are great now and people do singles a lot. And so let's kind of do something that's somewhat similar to what's kind of going on now, but also doing it in our own way, trying to make each release unique, trying to make it feel like its own little Sega world, trying to do little things around it. And so I don't know, that's just kind of, I like that as like a consumer. I just got excited when you told me a new one's that's coming great. out on the 25th. Like, in this day and age of like streaming and everything, it's kind of to me like I love mini series. Everybody loves it's like mini series yeah. now and stuff. So we have something to look forward to, and so do you as a band, right, right. all year long. It's like okay, I'm getting something in another, you know, five weeks, four weeks. It builds excitement, and I think it's a really smart way to do it. Well, and also I think that it, <clears throat> I would imagine if you're, like you said, you have twenty songs that are sitting. And if you're not doing something with them, they can lose their luster. I would imagine songs in the moment are one way, but when it's sat for six months, it becomes something else. So if you're consistently putting the breadcrumbs out there, it's like you said, it's giving you momentum to keep going forward and keeps everything fresh. Yeah. If you're trying to eat better, we made it easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted. Dietitian approved and ready to go in just, guess what, two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including mm, Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and even Keto. And there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals, man. They have two-minute meals that fuel you up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. They are flexible with your schedule, so you get as much as you need really fast, and Factor really does it right. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to head to factormeals.com slash nosimpleroad50 and use the coupon code nosimpleroad50 to get 50% off. That's code no simple road 50 at factormeals.com slash no simple road 50 and get 50% off. Look, not many places are giving you 50% off. Go try it. You're going to love it. You get it for half off. It's a whole thing. Go check out factor. Yeah. It gets us excited to do kind of create, we kind of had an idea of making each one its own thing or doing something for its own thing and having kind of these like, pillars in between of the songs that we kind of collectively or have gotten feedback that were maybe a little more interested to people, you know, 
ones that were a little more popular. And so it's like, okay, we can have these kind of, we kind of create little things around that and around what we've learned of what's been going on with the current releases. And then you kind of just pivot along the way too, which is kind of cool. And then it's just a nice, it's just a nice map of, okay, this is our deadline each time. So whatever that means is whatever that means. And then hopefully people enjoy it and people get excited for the next one. How does how does that affect touring? Like, because back in the day, it was like an out an artist or a band toured for their album, you know. And so, when you constantly have stuff coming out, um, what is not not when, how do you decide when to go on? Yeah, tour? how do you decide to go on tour? And like, I don't know, I don't want to say what's the reason. I everybody knows what the reason for tour is, so people can hear you and hear your music and all that. But like, you know, like what's the? I guess how does how does that work? Yeah, how, the driver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you, I guess we're just gonna have to tour all the time. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. six weeks. On tour. <laughs> it's like, it's gonna busy. Bands nowadays too kind of don't, I mean, there's so many singles and there's so many bands that just get big off of a single yes. and then boom, they're on tour for two years. And so I think there's something to that of like, I don't know, getting these songs out. It's in a way of like kind of mini, I mean, it's, it's not mini albums, but it's just, these singles, maybe one of them will like freaking blast yes. and then that will lead to something on that or whatever. Or we can just base tours around that. It's like, yeah, we got the single coming out. So instead of it being just like a show, it's like, let's do a little run and then kind mm. of promote this new single and then kind of allows for like a bunch of tours. Like I said, it's like, I guess we just will tour all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. yeah. It, going back to music being difficult to do, like you never know if one is going to hit like you guys have no idea you could think it's great put it out there like a podcast episode think it's great 20 people listen to it what the fuck yeah, yeah. And it's it's hard it's hard to like put yourself out there all the time and not always get the feedback that you want it's like thomas said it's the most like debilitating <laughs> yeah, deflating yeah, thing in the world and greatest thing in the world but spence i want to ask you man what was there one thing that made you decide you wanted to do this? Like you were, this was it or was it a culmination of different, different things? Um, this as in music. Sego or music, as music period, or- just to be a musician. Um, I feel like it's been kind of, it was just it, it, as corny as it sounds no, like man. it's part of me for, since I was a child and, mm. and, <laughs> And I'm, I, I, I maybe just a little bit stubborn in my thinking or like self-identity or whatever. But like ever since I was a little kid, I've always been very attracted to it and fulfilled by uh, music playing and creating. And so in one form or another, it's just kind of followed me around or I've followed it more so. Um, and yeah, because I was I studied to do orchestral bass for throughout high school and college and then ended up in a rock band in LA. And so it's like it one form or another, I feel like it's just always kind of been in my crosshairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's hard to pick one moment though. I mean, I have lots of Tom and I have carried around this joke forever, but like the call, joke like of like when you get the big call mm-hmm. to do the thing and our call before was when i call tom tell him to quit his job at the deli um Good but call. as far as like <laughs> call, 
as far as calls to get just like stick it out with music it's just a bunch of like little mini experiences and successes that kind of ensnare you <laughs> into this lifestyle <laughs> yeah i get it I yeah get because okay there's i feel like especially with music and any type of celebrity there's always like this like pinnacle of success that either the artist or everyone else expects them to reach, you know, like they started in their movie and, but that's one event in an entire life, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so, okay. Yeah. You got that call. They want you on tour next year. It's another new band that's got the call and it's on tour. So how do you keep your head straight? Like what are some like healthy things that you do to keep your head straight? Be like, this is my life. I'm not trying to do this just to get that one call or is it still like that? Uh, <clears throat> one thing that's helped me in my uh, circus of a brain is <laughs> um, being grateful to just be able to continue to do it, be able and have the opportunity just to keep doing it. Like and continue to do it. Um, it's kind of the coolest call because like at any moment, like anything can go off the rails and like this could stop. Like me and Spencer can fall out of love and just stop playing <laughs> together or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think just being able to, to do it is kind of the biggest thing for me. Like, yeah, it's hard enough, but yeah, I don't know. Well, what about you, um, Dirge? How do you feel about it? Like, you know, that continual am i gonna get this pinnacle am i gonna be recognized or no this is just a rad thing that i love to do and it's fucking my life yeah i mean i i definitely have those fantasies a lot i i i think i don't know about everybody else but i know i tend to get a little caught in my head especially with like social media yeah um of like looking at all this stuff all the time these big things and seeing people get get their big calls and i'm like dang it like i <laughs> love it and i'm so stoked you know you're so happy for these people genuinely mm-hmm. but then there's ob- you're gonna feel like a ah oh, but what but i wanna yeah. i want to do that too and but that's only if anything that's like what motivates you to do stuff and to be mm-hmm. like okay how yep. am i gonna get like, how am i gonna get that fully. so then that helps i'd be like well i felt this way because i saw this that's that shitty that i feel like you know, envious in a way or jealous, but let's just make that turn that into like, well, how am I going to get the bigger one? You know, not trying to one up anyone in any way, but it's just like, it's fuel. It's it's fuel. And so I've been trying to do, I've been trying to do that. It's hard. And, (laughs) you know, and so I think that's something that I think about. And, but in terms of just like the question of just doing it and continuing to do in life. Like I'm kind of the same way as Spencer. Like I've done this as a kid and I've always done this my whole life. It's all I've known mm. for work and for pleasure and for fun. And I've been playing in bands since I was 13. Wow, and so shit. it's like, that's just been what I, what I just do. And then that's what I did working like all through high school and stuff. I just, only played in bands and only played live. And like, that's all I was told around me, my parents, no one ever questioned it. No one ever thought like, let's see if 
if she should get another job or let's let's try to get you over here there was zero question about this thing so i was like oh well then we're gonna keep doing this thing then so it's like if i have no other like doubts around me that's what was really helpful too it's just like oh yeah i'm just i'm on the thing i'm on the path so i guess i'll just stay here and then I've stayed here and it has been great. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. And I I'm, will stay there. I'm glad you stayed. Yeah, man. That's one <laughs> I don't really know anything else at this point. So it's like, well, this is kind of what know, I got. When I think plan B fucks people up. Yeah. You know, like. Exactly. You, when you don't allow yourself another option, you fight tooth and nail to get the thing that you want. You know, like I'm not settling for that bullshit twin size mattress. I'm going to get a freaking king. I'm going to save up. And I don't know why that just came up, but you know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Well, I'm just so interested in it. I'm interested in artists, period. Musicians. Absolutely. Just the stick to itiveness you know like and and it's not again sometimes you play a freaking fantastic show and everybody shows up and then you play it okay show and it's fine and and so but you always you know you're left with your feelings you know you're left with yourself and the kind of like you're did I do the right thing and 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 I know that I mean we're we all have that kind of a head where we question everything you know and so I can you know doing it for years and years I just wonder that you know like as far as like that movement forward and like you know what though like there's there's a way to look like what Thomas was saying about like having gratitude of even being able to do the thing in the first place. And, and I know Derv, I know exactly what you're talking about where like you see other people doing something you're like, fuck. And and you're not like hating, you know, it's not at all. It's like, I want to do that too, man. Like (laughs) when's my turn. The thing, the way that I've like come to terms with all of that is, framing it in my head like if myself five years ago could see myself now my perception then would be like oh he made it mm-hmm. they did it yeah you For know sure. what i mean i there's yeah. no no doubt but me sitting here now i'm like oh there's so far to go mm-hmm. you know what i mean and <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. i also realized too there is no made it there, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't exist. When when ever are we going to be like, whew? Madonna made I've it. Done. Made it. <laughs> did it. Yeah, like the thing I that that was my last podcast. I f- did. I fucking did it. That's well, my that, last show. And that, that's the we've said that before. The making it, and like you said earlier, the making it is to still be doing it. Yeah. It's like we're yeah. still yeah. doing this five years later, and it's still gaining momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And being, make, it, being able to make it is making it. Yes. You made it. Yeah. To make it. Yeah. Yes. And and then if <laughs> if you can like actually feed yourself and mm. clothe yourself and put gas in your car and hang out with the people that you love the most and he, yeah. have people that still want to listen to you and and, and, get, and get paid to have fun flattering. like all that shit. Think about that. Like that to me, from where I'm sitting, sounds like somebody who made it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, what was that? Did you have a story of like Martin playing like a huge show and feeling bummed out about it? Depeche Mode? Is that you was telling me about that? Said it's like his saddest show looking at this giant like 
stadium audience and saying like this is as big as it will ever get and that's only downhill from here oh my god oh. <laughs> i don't I remember saying that swim yeah. martin I don't- no martin from depression oh dip- oh okay <laughs> Swim Martin, yes. <laughs> he played with Depeche Mode. <laughs> you didn't know that, bro. Might have been your mom. Yeah, she's. But yeah, but it's just that idea that, like, tough. you know, the made it moment can be maybe even like the saddest moment because it's like mm. the beginning of the downhill. You yeah. know, it's wow. won't you can't sustain that. So it's just the journey has to be fulfilling. Otherwise, yeah, you know, yep. there's no arrival. Well, also the culture that we live in is like so upside down and backwards and twisted inside of itself the hustle culture and like climbing and ha- there's you know social mores about like levels and status and where you are and like it completely strips the idea of i'm doing something that i love and i'm supporting myself and i'm with the people that i love yeah right yeah. like that that should be the base where we're starting from of how we're measuring success and then the other shit can come too, like you know hundreds of thousands of people listening to your music and big stages and and all that stuff like okay cool that's cool but the other stuff is what really mattered in the first place and that's why i'm bothering to sleep on couches and tour around the country and fart in a van for you know six months. no farting in the van <laughs> is that a rule <laughs> It's a hard Mel, you're rule. fired. I'm fired. <laughs> they just got to deal with it. <laughs> as much as you can help it. As much as yeah, you can help sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes. That's fair. Happen, That's so. fair, Thomas. With the continuing, like, doing things, too, it just made me think. Of, like, we still get so excited. I remember when we first had the website up and going, and, and Aaron actually, we, we, like, created our first merch. And to this day, six days later, every time there's, like, we get a new batch of stickers. Six days, guys. We're just gonna we're gonna oh have to like. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to have you just say certain words, and I'll cut them in. It's okay. Yeah, six <laughs> days. Six days of doing it. Six years of doing it. I get so excited when we have new batch of stickers that comes to hand out to people that people actually yeah. want them. That is continuously exciting. That people want to receive what you're doing. Yeah is one of the most amazing things. Totally. Well, cause it just means you're connecting with people, you yeah. know, like that they're listening and there's kind of a communication and then like an exchange there that it never isn't rewarding every time someone like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it never gets old when people sing along to oh, your song. Yeah. It's like, Aww, Oh shoot. Imagine. You guys are enough to even remember the lyrics. This is crazy. Like it always feels amazing the me. singing is the best the, yeah. like the moment when we played it uh in provo like a couple weeks ago for the 360 show there was the when we were doing 20 years tall and the bed is the bet part came on i literally i thought i was gonna start crying like it was, and i wasn't even on that song i didn't even write that song <laughs> it's like that was way before i was in the band but still there was this moment of like oh my gosh i don't have to sing this part none of us have to sing it we don't have to be on the mic because everyone else is doing it i was like holy shit, this is it. Wow. Like it That's felt so crazy. It's wow. like, oh my God. And who knew everyone yelling a bet is a bet would be like the freaking coolest moment. <laughs> it's like, wow, this feels so good. Or when they know the little things, like a, a little like the worst subtle, Thomas yeah, thing. the worst Thomas thing, like a little subtle touch and they yell it out. It's like, yeah, <laughs> got it. It's well, so crazy. I think that's one really cool thing about 
technology now and the internet is it's giving wider voice to a lot of people and it's giving a lot of more people the ability to have moments like that where folks that wouldn't have been able to hear you have the opportunity to hear you and learn the lyrics to your songs you show up and then it's like boom this thing happens and that's that's one of the beautiful things about the way things are now that um i don't know i i look at yeah i look at that like you have the best pr agent in the world if with the internet if you're doing it right and it's it's hard man it's to do anything is hard, like period. <laughs> Especially when it's so it's so oversaturated, and, and there's so many bands out there. There's so many podcasts out there. There's just it's artists to like, to get at any notoriety at all is astounding. And like I, I alluded to it earlier, Spencer, but you you're the brains behind like the the look and the feel of Sago, right? And would you say? I mean. I, I feel like we've, it, it's, it's kind of an all hands on deck thing, but like initially it was kind of a, I feel like th- any idea was just as long as like it went through the Spencer grinder, it was kind of the original template, but it's becoming much yes. more of like a full four headed monster. I feel like these days. That's well, it kind of started. <clears throat> so after me and Spencer's band broke up. Like we spent like a couple years playing, like we played in swim for a couple years, both of us right. and a couple other bands. And Spencer had just been writing a bunch on his own. And he had like just a bunch of great songs and he just didn't know what to do with them. He's like, I don't know what this is. And like, I remember talking to him a few times, like, I don't know, it's pretty good. Like maybe you should just do it. Like just start a band and I'll tell you what, I'll be your drummer. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yes. <laughs> but so like initially, yeah, it was like he had just all this stuff that he'd just been writing on his own and just didn't really know what to do with. And like, I don't know. That's was that dick. so Spencer, was that hard for you to transition out of that kind of mindset where it was like mostly you and it has to kind of go through you to now it's more equal or, you know, more spread across four heads instead of one. I, I mean, I feel like, so much easier when they're more Ooh, yeah. like hand deck, you know, it's, it's a little bit daunting to do things on your own. And so, yeah, having like a, have, being in a band's awesome. Like being alone sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I'm going to put that on the quote for the being in a yeah, band's awesome. Yeah, Spencer from Sega. Yeah. Put that on a bumper sticker. Yes. I do uh, love that though. It's, it's simple, but true. It is true. And I don't know, like, I know that now is like the day and age of like the producer or the solo artist or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you can like hold a band together, it is, it is so much f- more fun to, to kind of experience all this with like a crew. Dude. Okay. This is the lamest little <laughs> example that right. I have, I but <laughs> um, well, because I'm not in a band and being in a band would be dope. You're right, Spencer. But I recently took up banjo and I've been taking these classes um, with my teacher and I'm she still, shreds. no, I'm still not good enough for any, to be comfortable for anybody to hear me really. But a couple lessons ago we were doing this. Um, I was doing this song and he 
was like, okay, I'm going to play my guitar. You're going to play the banjo and we're going to play together this time. And so he's kind of explaining to me like how we were going to do that. And so I start playing and he comes in and then we started playing together and I felt what it felt like to play with somebody. And I still am thinking that still is making me happy like three <laughs> weeks later. Like I still think about it. It's like a secret happy thought that I put in my <laughs> head because it. I've I've never had that before. I've never musically sunk up with somebody like that. And there is something really kind of jealous intimate and beautiful about that it's the dopest thing you do it all the time you do it every week <laughs> but like i yeah you you all are very fortunate especially to find like personalities that mesh mm -hmm. and then the musical personalities that mesh mm -hmm. that is so dope you guys and like what you're putting out currently is just as good if not you know right on par with what you guys started putting out when you first came out and, and there's a there's another part to all of this too it's like and we've talked about this on on the show before but like you don't get to choose your family your family is you're born into your blood family and sometimes like in my case some some of your family really sucks and like, most, you know, most of our cases yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it you're stuck with it and that's that but when you have people around you that you've chosen as your family, it's sometimes those relationships are even stronger than blood family because you have, you know, you've chosen each other and you've been through shit together and you stuck by each other's sides. You and value that relationship. Yeah, man, it, and, and I can only imagine that the gauntlet of continually putting your art mm -hmm. out there for other people as a, as a collective mind over and over again and being vulnerable together and mm. struggling together and all of it. And then getting the feedback back, it just builds something that is really beautiful. And like you said, finding bandmates that you can actually do the thing with, man, that's, that's a gift. That's gold. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I feel like we've, I mean, we've, it's been a journey just to like get to where we are right now to the, the fantastic the fat four these two saved saved it all pretty how, much how so yes. yeah let's hear how you guys saved it it's just it's yeah just, tell us how yeah, we yeah, yeah. yeah she, they want to hear by, by saving means they've eclipsed me and tom and they've become the stars <laughs> of the band they're the stars of the show I um i mean it's just hard enough we've had several members and friends and people who we still love and hold dearly and it's really hard a lot of times to work with people you love and hard to yeah. work with your friends and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, taking that and then also like gelling musically as well. Like, you know, like speaking the language of a friend and then speaking the language of a bandmate are two different languages yeah. and yeah. like to be able to, to be able to have both is really hard and rare to find, I think, or at least it's been difficult for us. And like these two came in and it was just like, very natural so natural and just so easy to just speak that language like to have conversations with each other in both languages you know like oh wow what did you call I it i don't know music musical shorthand or oh, something like that yeah. <laughs> so yeah. caitlin you were the last <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> 
<laughs> Caitlin, who joined six days ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Apple. Okay. Oh, sorry. Start over. <laughs> Kathleen. It's okay. You made me feel better. Kathleen. <laughs> um, you were the last one to join. What do you? F- so they have this three magic between them. How did? How did you like? enter that how did you like get into that like how did you how do you feel like what was your voice in all of that i guess it's a little tough to come into uh uh just like a group of people that are already so tight within each other it's like hard to be the be the outside person but i don't know i don't know everyone's just Sometimes I'm like kind of a more reserved, like shy person, but I don't know. Everybody's just, I never felt like, never, they never made me feel like an outsider. Mm. It's, it always yeah. felt like they, you didn't feel like a new <laughs> kid at school. Right. Yeah. They've always been super, I don't know. It's just never uncomfortable, you know? Like well, I know I'm that never, Tom's really hard to get along with. So <laughs> yeah. it's hard. So I feel oh, for you. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, maybe it would help that we had just been around each other so long because we like played shows together and stuff for a while yeah. beforehand. And but it, I think it all it all has to do with like speaking the same music language and everything. Yeah. It's like kind of makes it easier to communicate and just feels like we're all fall fell from the same kind of tree, you know. Yeah, it, it it the music feels like that too. It it's it's really cool, man. It like you should hear some of Kathleen's solo stuff. Though. Oh it's yeah, great. it's much. It's way different. It's really different. Okay, <laughs> what Amazing. is it under your? Or do you have like a solo name, or is it under your name, uh, or like what do you? Not really. Not, I kind of do it in private. <laughs> it's what? really good. Kathleen <laughs> Okay. okay oh wait so bust your gear out let's go come no, on <laughs> <laughs> or if you ever yeah. want to share with us we're always looking we're always wanting to listen and yeah and well and we got to see when you guys came and played here at doug fur that was very close to when you first joined the band if i'm remembering right you were brand new and in fact i yeah. think thomas has said he's like this is somebody kind of filling a spot we're hoping to keep her and it's going to work out. We saw you perform that night, and I always worry. I think everybody does. When you like a band and you're used to it, when change happens and somebody else steps in, you can't help but worry a little bit. Like, oh, no, this is going to change. And, as I, and I remember that performance at Doug Fur. We were, we were like, oh, shit, she fits. <laughs> like, nothing was missing. And it was, it was like, fuck, it yeah, works. Too, yeah. It fit. And you added a little to it as well. So, I mean, well done, all all of you. And, and that's what I meant by I'm hoping that we can keep her is like, I hope that she wanted to stay, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. and felt welcome <laughs> and like, like it worked, you know, here we are a few years later and she feels welcome. Six days later. Six days later. Six days later. <laughs> here we are. With Caitlin. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. No, don't, don't let it go. Please don't ever let it go. No. Um, is there any plans to come back up this way yeah we're coming up uh for a festival in oh. a few months oh uh, yeah what's that one called Cascade? i forgot what uh, i'm gonna look it up right now yeah, and let the folks know 
What's up? Oh yeah, I'll let you know within just one second. But yeah, we're we're Northwest Festival. The what? We have a festival it, in. It's not it's somewhere up there. It's Northwest, but I we're gonna try to make a tour out of it. Is the is the hope? Well, you guys were just here, right? You guys were just down here where yes. we are. Yeah, we yes. went with uh, Adam I, and Sid to see fish. I want to know what. Yeah. Okay, how is the? You all took over the cube, right? Oh yeah, it's just yeah. us. We live. Well, yeah, Spencer and I have been here since oh nine two thousand nine. Um, but now it's just Sago. Sago really? just the cube so me and the girls live in like the front unit and then spencer and his wife live in the back how's that been for the band i bet amazing it's pretty great i feel like we're pretty lucky that we work well together we live well together well together it's like everything is pretty solid it's kind of it's kind of scary sometimes it's like (laughs) dang this feels so lucky it's like how 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 do we like each other this much? Like, That's this rad, cool. guys. <laughs> that is so rad because we have the same setup too. Like we literally live and work together, and then we like hang out on the off time yeah. together. And we are lucky. All you guys are lucky. We're lucky because it's not typical. It really isn't. And when you find that, it does feel kind of like Twilight Zoney. But mm-hmm. I think that we just you all were blessed with it there's that's that's the end of the story yeah that definitely helped too with like kathleen joining in the band as well we because it was kind of a same time that she moved moved here right so like oh we all are gonna live together now with (laughs) with her who's new and in it and it's like so that kind of throws you into the gauntlet immediately and it's like all right we all live together now we're now we're gonna go on this tour and live in a van together now So yes. it goes from living in a cube together to living in even a smaller thing together. <laughs> smaller cube on wheels. Smaller cube <laughs> with just the four of us. And then here it's just the four of us. So it's like, all right. And then, and that could have been horrible. Yeah. yeah. It turned out to be fantastic. And now here we still are. Kathleen, you didn't know you were, you were joining a cult, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, Kathleen, did it just happen to coincide with you moving or you were moving there on purpose to be with the band and be... Yeah, okay. I had been in the band for like, I don't know, almost a year, about a year before. Yeah. And then it kind of was just like, well, maybe I should move out there so I can be, yeah. just makes it. Any culture shock moving from Provo to LA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went to work on like Skid Row, like immediately and takes the bus. So she got like the spectrum. Oh, of man. The- Dang. I dive, dived in. Yeah. But it's 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 been kind of a cool. I've never lived anywhere else, so it's it's been a cool uh, experience overall. It, it helps so much that there's just like a built-in community here because they've been here for so long. So yeah, man, the yeah. cube like, is magical. Yeah, yeah. There's just it comes spot. with all of these cool people and. Including yourselves, because yeah, that's like, if we hadn't moved to the cube, we wouldn't have met Swim, and Swim wouldn't have moved here when they <laughs> did and lived here, and then in turn, Adam wouldn't have met his lovely wife, who uh, happens to be your daughter. Uh, blah 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 blah. It really is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is weird, like man. this. Our extended <laughs> musical family is one of the things I'm most proud of, like in in my life, like truly, like I've. For real. I'm. I will give myself a pat on the back for raising incredible kids, you know, but like 
beyond that after they're raised, what else then? Right. Like the, what Sydney and Adam and you guys, all the relationships and how it's like given me us such a peace of mind to know the quality of the people that she's with are you guys and, and like always striving to do better and bigger and like creative. It's like seeing Sydney out there and, and, and knowing her friends, it it, like, I, I could die a happy woman like right now, just knowing that she's like in good hands and that she's like constantly pushing herself forward and she's around people like that. Cause mm-hmm. when I think about, it's hard to just think about like you guys, I'm thinking about like everybody, you know, the whole crew and everybody's I'm sure everybody has their things here and there, but like the love that's there and the creativity and the product that comes out from, from there is just, it's, um, astounding. You guys, it's astounding. Think about like your dad and your 18 year old daughter who's Sydney tells you, Hey, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to move to LA and become an actress. And like <laughs> every trope, bad thing in the world goes through your head and, yeah. and like, Oh my God. All right. <laughs> I remember you handled okay. it very well. I remember saying to Aaron when that happened, I was like, like a few weeks, I was like, aren't you worried about like, like porn and this and Skype? he's like, yes, dude, shut, shut up. up. He's like, I'm thinking about it. I was like, oh, okay. I'm just checking. He's like, of course I am, but I gotta be cool. I was like, okay, but the, I get my, it. my point is like to have it, to have it have ended up the way it did, like the first time I came down there and met all of you guys and saw the cube and like, I was like, holy shit. It's, it's, it's unexplainable. I couldn't even believe like I couldn't have imagined it better Mm -hmm. for her. And that's because of you guys. Yeah. People around. And and what you're doing though. Thanks for looking out for my daughter. man. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) On on a personal note, aside from Sago, thanks for looking out for our family out there. Cause and, and for creating it. Yeah. Everybody looks out for each other and that's the great thing about it. Exactly. Except except for Alex, you know, doc, I, you know, I just, I love love him so much. I always just got to give him shit. It was so good to see him when we were just down there and give him a big, he's happened to be over at their house. And that was, it was so good to see him and, you razz him a little. So Spence, you have those dates? You were talking about that? Yeah. Yes. It's in McMinnville, which oh. is just a few miles from Portland. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's called the the Walnut City Music Festival oh. on September second and third. And so we'll be up in the up in the area. You're gonna be here I'm for two days. You guys better come come stay with us. September second yeah. and third. All right, I'm putting it third. in. Third, mark your calendars. Yeah, and and so. Are you playing both think, days? No, I don't know which day we're playing. Okay. I should know. Um, but we but we're gonna make like a a trip out of it. So okay. we'll try to nope. cruise up the northwest and. And September second and third, we're gonna be in Denver. That's Dick's. Oh, oh no! Shit. That's Labor Day weekend. Oh. I was like, wait, those dates sound familiar. Can you reschedule that around us? <laughs> you guys can still use the house. You can st- you can still use the house if for real. If you guys let yeah, us let us know. No, no, seriously. Let us know for real. It's All a right. big, beautiful place, and and Darwin would love to see y'all. Oh yeah, he would dig it. I miss Darwin and Ryder. <laughs> yeah, and Simon. Yeah. Um, 
for everybody out there that's listening, can you guys tell them where to go to find out more about you and all the tour dates and merch and all that stuff? Whatever you want them to know. Um, I mean, you can, you know, I feel like most people are pretty internet savvy. If you just Google Sago, you know, they'll find most of it, but our website is sagosucks.com. Um, S E G O. <laughs> and that has all like the dates and, you know, the, uh, applicable links available, but we're probably most active just like on our like Instagram and our Spotify. So okay. that's okay. kind of, I would probably push people there first. All right. right on. Well, so we're all pushing you. Yeah. Go there now. Do right it now. now. Go there. Instagram, <laughs> Spotify it, right now. To our voices. And don't take six days to do it. All right. We love y'all. I love you guys. I love quit. you guys. No. Thank you so it's much. It's so good to see you all. Thanks guys. Well, guys, well, way, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> Bust my balls because I'm Busting an idiot. My balls. Oh, no. hey, you know what? I, Look, you it know, happens. thank God it was family. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank God. It is. We'll get, we'll get that one out of the way. And if you did Derv, that, on, if you did that on purpose, Spence, you made me feel better. Mel. Tom, Kathleen. 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 We know your names. We're sorry. We speak your name. But we love you. Nonetheless. Zago. Moliny. Moliny. Peach. Aorn. Asshole. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You I know got what? my own husband's name wrong on something that I made him. Yeah. So, well, you I know, mean, to be fair, nowadays, you know, there's a lot of uh, pressure to, to, you know, there's a lot of things days. going through our heads. And so, Mel, I think it was for. It was, was for? It was for my 45th birthday, I think is what that was for, the book that you made me. It, and it was a. She made this like beautiful <laughs> book of all of my art. Like, she, I, okay, she I, took, I went like, around and I got took, all like, of his like doodles and I scrapbooked everything. And then I like put some, you know, cool like writings that he had done and just did this really cool. So, you I, know, I sit scrapbook. down to open it and, and <laughs> on my birthday and I. <laughs> I open up to the I'm, first page. I'm kind page of embarrassed while you're telling and, this and story. And the first page says, from the beautiful mind of Aorn Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Aorn? Who's Aorn? He's like, oh my God. And okay, I had like... Oh. Everything was so specific and I had cut things out and like, yeah, the, I'm looking the at this. letters were cut out and pasted. I'm looking at this like oh, so many times before I've even given it to him too. Like, you know, gluing this here and there and like looking it, it over. Several and, like, it passed multiple <laughs> 15 point inspections and I still gave him the fucking wrong name. Aorn. Aorn. That's it's, fucking, cool. that's classic. Mm -hmm. That's great. That, you didn't that, know that's that? even more. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, I, it's we, right over and, there too. Well, and, 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 and then I was like, you know what? Here. I'm not going to fucking fix it. I'm not fixing it. Yeah. I told her not to fix it. No, you just go with that shit. Yeah. Like sweet crone. <laughs> it's just like no simple road. It's exactly yeah, like no it, simple yeah, road. Yeah. yeah this, it was, this, it was a mistake. So, you the, know what? It's work, okay. Mistakes work out great sometimes. So. For anybody listening that doesn't have like a background on Sago, just go down the rabbit hole with them, man. Yeah. Freaking amazing. And mm -hmm. not um their vibe, their sound, their musicianship, their videos, even. Um, 
I, just if everything I had to, is. If I had to like put it, like sounds like you know how. Um, which that's what that's what, do what I do. Apple Music I, will do that sometimes. Like sounds like this, but oh like, yeah, I'll give you recommendations. Yeah, so, butthole surfers meets Beck meets Radiohead meets, meets Sonic, Sonic Youth. Youth. Now, I think that would be a yeah. a, a good there, way to really have an idea of the flavor. Th- there's nobody out there that sounds quite the way they do, mm-hmm. and the way that Spence does the lyrics, and the way the the way they play. It's like I said, it scratches a lot of itches of things from the past and present, and the way they mix it together is. Their shows are very high energetic. Freaking energy. energy. You better come correct when you go to a Sego show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't be coming excited, all tired you're just, you're and just, like, yeah, like, you're oh, just having a bad day. Get out of the venue. Somebody just not. made me come out. Like, no, mm-hmm. no. You better come correct. You better study up on them lyrics because they love to hear you sing and come freaking ready to shake your head, dude. Like, freaking jump up it. and down, yell, mm-hmm. just get, get crazy with it. Or get crazy with could it. you get. Jiggy with it. Oh, Apple. God. Stop Could you? At a Sago show? I mean, if that's what you're looking to get. I'm, I'm not going to get jiggy with it at a show. I'm going to be getting <laughs> I'm crazy with it. neon myself out of here. Yeah. Like, like what I did there? Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, because you don't know the music? Oh, okay. <laughs> neon, meow. That would have been a really good segue, but I, Ew, I got it, Mel. We're, oh, we're, I get it. I would have been a really good segue, I, I just, but oh, never mind. It's wow. one of their songs and their albums. <laughs> anyway, everybody, it's hi. Yeah, well, here we are. Yeah. No Look, simple road. No simple road is real. Like sometimes we're on our shit, and sometimes we're kind of halfway on it. Well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna record a Monday episode. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. All right. And and uh thanks everybody for um listening. Go follow Sego, them on Instagram. Thanks for being on the show. We love you. Seriously, come stay with us. Even though we're we won't be here, come stay at the house. Um, take us up on it and we love you, man. Can't wait for that uh release. We will be back next week with more stuff and things. Until then, smile is stranger safety third. Hydrate and um support your local bands. Yeah. Peace. Have a solid. <laughs> it's spring solid. Six days ago. Six days ago.
What's up, everyone? It's Joe, and I'm the host of That's Awesome with Joe, a podcast on the newly formed Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. I talk with tons of your favorite artists, managers, touring personnel, and more. Most of the time we talk about music, but lots of the time we end up talking about something completely unrelated. We laugh a lot. We do a lot of really stupid things, but also some things that are really informative and interesting. Basically, it's a podcast that I think you should listen to. Obviously, I'm biased because it's my podcast, but I think I might be into it if I wasn't the host. Check it out at SoundTalentMedia.com.